She is just a young woman, a girl, really, by most scholars' accounts. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, an angelic vision comes to her. And just as suddenly, she then hears the call of God on her life. A summons to open herself to a divine mystery that she cannot even fathom. And so quite naturally, she asks some questions. And then she expresses her incredulity. And then she even begins to protest. But alas, clearly comes her response. With God, nothing is impossible. To which she responds, this young girl, this young human child, to which she responds, here am I then. Let it be according to your word. Here am I. Let it be according to your word. Let us leave aside this morning the distracting debates about whether indeed the orthodox understanding of Jesus' miraculous conception is true, pausing just long enough for me to affirm that yes, I do indeed believe that it is. But let us leave aside this morning such distracting debates that far too often bog down sermons and lessons about this passage. And let us instead focus our attention this morning on how exemplary this young Mary is as it pertains to our truest human calling. You will be my image bearers. God says to humanity in Genesis chapter 1, And as such you will be given authority over all of creation with the expectation that you will care for it and steward it, bringing forth with me and through me all new realities and possibilities. That's not word for word what it says, by the way. That's the Cardi Revised Standard Version. But that is essentially what the passage means, that we as human beings will be and are intended to be God's caretakers and conduits on this earth. And that is why Mary's response here is so exemplary as it pertains to our essential human vocation, that which we were created and designed for. Mary hears the call of God, hears the divine summons, and she responds to it by saying, Here I am. Two thousand years later, let us all give thanks and let us never cease giving thanks that Mary said, here I am, for her openness to the purposes and the call of God made possible the birth of the only one who could do for our humanity, 
that which the rest of us as human beings could not do, which is to say withstand the assaults of sin and evil and in so doing overcome death on our human behalf. So let us never cease giving thanks that she said, here I am. But to think that the only important implication of this story surrounds the nature of how the child in her womb got there, which we so often reduce it to, is to sorely diminish the significance of what Mary did. Moreover, and more to the point of this sermon, it is also to overlook the power of this story to inspire human beings like us who are also called by God to care for and steward and to bring to birth new realities in creation. Sure, we won't be summoned to give birth to the coming Savior of the world. That's already happened. But we will be summoned, provided we have ears to hear it, to co-create with God even now. To bear the burden of God's coming kingdom and to give birth to new realities that anticipate that coming kingdom's consummation. Well, you see, this, dear family, is what it means to be most fully human to be most fully alive to our original human design, it means that we are to be ever attuned to the subtle prodding of God and that we are then to be responsive to how God asks us to care for this world. Here am I. We are all called at different times and in different ways to say, like Mary. Writing from a prison cell in Nazi Germany, not long before he would be executed for his resistance to the Hitler regime, German theologian Dietrich Bonhoeffer reflected on the significance of Advent and Christmas And he mused about how God came to humanity then and also about how God continues to come to humanity even now. God is not ashamed of the lowliness of human beings, Bonhoeffer writes. No, he says, God marches right in. He chooses people as his instruments and he performs his wonders where one would least expect them. Well, certainly one least expected such a wonder to be performed through and by a young girl in first century Palestine. But so too today do we least expect God's wonders to be performed not only around us, but far more shockingly still through us and by us. Nonetheless, Daily this is how we are called, for daily this is how God opts to work. By partnering with humanity, his creation, 
and by prodding us to care for this broken world. Call that person who's so suddenly on your heart so we might hear the divine nudge come. Stand up against that injustice even though it will likely cost you. So too might the divine summons come to us. Go and lend help to that stranger whom you see struggling right over there. Go and visit that person whom you know to be lonely and adrift. Reconcile yourself to that one whom you've wronged but have been too proud to approach. In all of these ways and in so many others, the divine nudge comes. The holy prodding occurs. The angelic voice is heard. And then the question for us always becomes, will we respond by saying, here I am. Let it be in accordance with your word. Yes, to limit this story to the how of Mary's pregnancy. Important though such a question is. To limit this story to that is to diminish the significance of Mary to humankind. And is to rob us of so much inspirational power at the core of this story. For like Mary, when we experience the divine prodding such as those that I've named above, we too, like Mary, are often at first incredulous. Where did that come from? Surely that's just my own inner voice, not God. And then so too do we tend to protest. What change can I make, we think to ourselves. Surely I don't need to call today. They won't even receive my words of apology. But then so too are we as people of faith then faced with the very same reality that Mary was faced with. The reality that nothing will be impossible for God. And so then, knowing that, we find ourselves in the same place that young girl did 2,000 years ago, being called by God to give birth to a divine reality, to yet another act that will bend this broken world ever so slightly more in line with the kingdom God is even now preparing. To that end, the beauty of the Mary story is not only that it happened, but also that it happens daily. The beauty of the Mary story is not only that Mary said yes, but that we too are given divine opportunities in our lives to be Mary ourselves. Therefore, knowing that, I say unto us on this fourth Sunday of Advent, that which the angel Gabriel said unto Mary so long ago, Greetings, favored ones. The Lord is with us. 
question is, will we, like Mary, have ears to hear? And then an ear hearing. Will we be prepared as well to respond? Saying, here we are. Let it be with us in accordance with your word. Amen.